welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another edition of Eat Sleep Podcast Repeat. I am Dave Taylor, and joined this week for another special episode, <laughs> HR hanging out with us. Hello. And she's uh, dipping into the uh, the sauce uh, already, because uh, it's, <laughs> it's, it's Friday. It's, what do you want? Yeah, it's the pregame edition of WrestleMania. <laughs> and and for the first time ever, WrestleMania, because it's too big for one night, um, which is now going to be two nights. Yippee. So, so. Well, you know, but I will say this because you you were at one of the WrestleManias, right? Um, I, I've done. The oh, two. it was a lot of wrestling yeah. in one night. Do you do you think? And you know, and and from a, like a business standpoint, I mean, they do you know a good job with the Hall of Fame. You know, not to get you know takeover and stuff. Could you see WrestleMania being two nights in the future? Uh, I I I think if you did that. It would it wouldn't be two WrestleManias. It would be like another big event leading up to because you can only have one WrestleMania is like that big like that. So you could only have one WrestleMania, but you could have another. Um, there are some the events work the access and the NXT and the Hall of Fame they work. So you could have something else leading up to yeah. Yeah. By the way, let me get the uh, business out of the way here. Um, you can always uh, find us on our Facebook page uh, at uh, ESPR99. Uh, also, you can email us, our, our, our uh, ESPR at FM99.com. Uh, we got uh, Facebook and Twitter, and uh, we're also on the Fox, uh, 106.9 The Fox and FM99 websites at uh, FM99.com and 1069thefox.com if you want to check us out. And hopefully you're catching us either on SoundCloud or on TuneIn or on Stitcher. Or iTunes, so thanks for listening. So I got to get that business out of the way. So I'm Dave Taylor. That is HR hanging out. And let's roll right into it because we got a ton of WrestleMania matches. Okay. Now, something that uh, Sean, who's been out for for a while, uh, that we would do on these preview shows is, so we're not talking too much, is that we put a timer on each match. Ooh. Because that way, that way we're not uh, dragging on. So so we kind of have a limit. Sometimes we do go over time. But, but like on the bigger matches, usually like the main events or you know, title matches might do like maybe two minutes. But, like, for some of the matches, there's just no need to, to drag on about, like, you know, Elias. I have a feeling <laughs> I'm not going to be the issue, Dave. <laughs> Are you saying I talk a lot? No, okay. I didn't say that at all, all right. people. <laughs> so I so I, I will uh, keep track. I will, uh, you know, keep notes of our uh, predictions here and uh, and see what happens. Now, what we don't know, and, and, and we're kind of taping this uh, right before SmackDown, although there may be some edits in here, is... Uh, what night we're going to get each match. But what we do know is that uh, the main event is Brock and, and Drew McIntyre, so that'll be Sunday night right? closing out the show. Which will be interesting because, is, is, you know, if WrestleMania is going to be exactly, I don't know, like four hours, or how long is that match going to be? But we'll get to that. We have like 15 other matches to discuss. So I'm gonna Okay, get the, let's go. Let me get the timer ready here. Let me get a sip before we start. All right. All right, reset the clock, and uh, here we go. All right, first match, uh, Elias versus King Corbin. Oh, who gives a crap? Yeah, exactly. All right, so um, Elias will win. You know, you win. think so? I think so. Uh, uh, it's a redemption because he's supposed to be a good guy. We're supposed to care, but nobody does. Well, if, if he would quit being such a buffoon, then then maybe we would care. But And I don't hate King Corbin. I'm sorry. He, he's one of the better heels. I yeah. Mean, let's let's, let's yeah. be honest with that. But He uh, works. So, you know what? I, I'm going to say I hope that Corbin wins. You hope that Corbin wins? Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, I'm going to go with Elias, and uh, I'll put your uh, pick down for uh, <laughs> King Corbin. 
There you go, because because he'll probably get like El Cabonged or whatever with the uh, oh my god guitar. It's <laughs> probably what's going to happen. It's got to be revenge. So all right, next match, uh, Alistair Black taking on Bobby Lashley. I uh, think with I, no build because Bobby had to be quarantined because of coming back from Africa, not for health reasons, but of concerns right. because of traveling. Somewhere. Which is a smart thing to do. Yes. Um. No, they're trying to build up Black. I think that. There's no question Alistair Black's going to win. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree with you on that, and that is why I, I don't see. I would be shocked if uh, if if he didn't win that match. Right. So there you go. See, we're doing good because that's <laughs> under 30 seconds right there. Okay, the next one, uh, which by the way, if if you didn't see Raw on uh, Monday, I thought the six man match with the Street Profits of Kevin Owens taking on Angel Garza, uh, Austin Theory, who's wrestling in place of right. uh, uh, Andrade and uh, Seth Rollins had a really good match. So we have the Raw Tag Team Champions uh, chip on the line to the Street Profits taking on Austin Theory, who's replacing Andrade and uh, Angel Garza, who I think is going to be a star someday. Let me just put that out there. I think that guy's got a lot of potential, and um, it's good to see him in the spot because I was a little worried when he first came out, but I've been impressed. I don't think, though, in WrestleMania, um, I don't think you have two people that were kind of thrown together beating an established tag team. That that doesn't make any sense. No, it only usually happens when it's like for storyline purposes when like Buddy Murphy and Seth Rollins is uh we're gonna oh, right, know, right. team up for that. But but like but you are I think for a mania purpose it doesn't quite work out. Because, like one year when they just couldn't figure out how to book a um you know a tag team to take on Owen Hart and Jeff Jarrett, I, I wanna say it's like WrestleMania like sixteen or something. You know, they had a battle royal. <laughs> <laughs> They had a battle royal to determine like who was going to fight. Um, actually, it was um, who was going to fight the tag team champions, and then ended up being like it was uh, like D'Lo Brown and um, like Test or something. Oh yeah, that made no sense. You know, it, no, it, it, yeah. it didn't, and it was ridiculous. And uh, um, yeah, so that was garbage. But Street Profits will win. I mean, it's you know it's too early for them to get rid of the title. Uh, and the match that I think the first one that we're getting to that deserves a crowd. Um, it's a shame that this, this this angle has just been tremendous and has not been um, – I was so worried that they're going to mess this up. Otis taking on Dolph Ziggler. That's going to be really hard to do without a crowd. And honestly, I think maybe a, a better gimmick to the match would have given it something more, but – like, like like Mandy Rose is like the special guest referee. Well, you know she's going to be out there. You, you know you know that Sonya is going to be out there. You know that uh, Otis's partners are uh, going to be out there as well. And the whole thing is the reveal. Like who is the person Sonya? Who who yeah. who like was behind all of all of this um the the not showing up and Yeah, the... yeah, cuz they planted the seed last right. week. Yeah. Right, right. So, you know, I think Otis wins, and I think that Mandy finds out who it was, and she's not happy. Yeah, yeah, and, and then they, you know, and Otis gets the you know, whatever from uh, from from Mandy, and there you go. But this this one, whatever, it- that's good. <laughs> <laughs> he gets the whatever from Mandy. <laughs> that's what they're calling it nowadays. Yes, that's the finishing. It's the whatever. <laughs> the Attitude Era. It would not have been called the whatever. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, they. Uh, <laughs> But uh, but it's a shame because they did such a good job with this that you you can feel like Otis emotion. Now the plus side of then having the audience is that you're going to hear the dialogue of whatever you know the reveal or whatever else come out, and I think the emotion where Otis is just going to you know completely destroy Dolph at some point. I mean, it's not going to start off that way. He'll probably be distracted or whatever else. I'm sure. Yeah. And then, and then something will turn where 
you know, whatever the reveal is going to be. I mean, they've done a great job with it so far, and and it's a shame that this payoff does not get a bigger crowd. No, I, I agree with you there. I agree with again, but that goes back to some of this is so wasted on on this with no crowd. Yeah, yeah. All right, the next match, and and this is one that um, don't know how this is going to go. The SmackDown uh, Tag Team Champions, uh, the Miz. And John Morrison taking out the Usos in the New Day. And some of the reports are is that the Miz is, like, basically for health reasons, uh, just, just not in this match. So I don't know what they're going to do. But if this match does happen the way it normally would be, I would say the Miz and Morrison would retain. It would probably be an outstanding match. So I don't know what's going to happen in this situation. We'll probably find out tonight. And if it changes, I'll, I'll just drop it and edit right here. <laughs> but if this match happens the way it is, what do you see happening? I, I'm. I hate to say this, but then yes, I do think they'll give the match to Miz and Morrison. But I'm actually more excited to see. I think that the Usos versus the New Day in a ladder match that is going to be a great match. That's going to be good wrestling. Yeah, but I don't see them like taking the titles off of Morrison and the Miz. Obviously, for this, right. the, for the, uh, it's 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 a tricky situation of of what uh, because we just don't know because they taped everything in advance and they're not going to tell you because they want you to watch the show. Right, which so, is interesting because now you hear these things, you kind of want to watch the show, see what they're gonna do. So, you know what though, I will tell you this: if if I understand this and then I go watch and they don't have the match at all, I will be pissed. I will be so mad that they don't even have because the potential is there for some really really good wrestling. Yeah, which by the way, you know the WrestleMania card is not bad. Right. You, you know, and it, it's kind of a shame because some of these matches actually had a pretty good build, you know, where it's not like they're just thrown together. I mean, they kind of were sort of, but these are matches like, eh, I wouldn't mind watching these. And, you know. Right. It, and not to go back and elaborate on all of this, but if I'm the person in charge from a business perspective, it's too much good meat here to put it to do it now with without the audience. I'm I'm sorry. I'm going to postpone it and I'm going to make the most out of it. It's a waste. I think it's a huge waste. But it is WrestleMania. It's not, though. Without the crowds, without the it, fireworks, it, and without the... It it's will, not WrestleMania. Th- there might be some pyro. Without yeah. access. Yeah. With, without well, that's true. without all of the fan events leading up. It's not WrestleMania. Without, without the Battle Royals, because you can't have that many people right. in the ring. So. Right. It's not. They're wasting it. They really are. Right. Uh, a next match where, um, and, and this may change too, is... Uh, <laughs> Intercontinental Champion Sami Zayn scheduled to fight Daniel Bryan. The reports are Daniel's out, so they haven't announced a replacement yet, which I'm going to assume is Drew Gulak. Well, we know how I feel about Drew Gulak, but so okay, so I guess I will say okay if it, if it's Sammy versus Drew, I, I still think Sammy retains, um, but I think we you know, but I think. It'd be more like a competitive match because if it was Daniel Bryan, I think that match would be completely. Oh, that different. would be a really good match. You know, but I but I think Drew and Sammy, I think there's just a lot of shenanigans with outside help because Drew is not going to have anybody to help him out. If that's if that's the direction they go in. Well, possibly, and you know, if you're a fan of shenanigans, okay. But when I'm watching WWE, there's very. I mean, it has to be super good for me to be a fan of the shenanigans. Otherwise, I just want to see good wrestling, and so I'm not excited about that. At all. All right. So Sammy retains. Yeah. Okay. I'll, I'll agree with you on that one too. Uh, here's a match that I, I think would have a good payoff as well because they've been feuding forever, and I don't think they've had a one-on-one match since Kevin Owens beat him for the Universal Title a couple of years ago. But Kevin Owens, Sammy, uh, Seth Rollins, 
fighting each other. Uh, Owens has, to, I think, would have to win this match. It would just make sense because of everything that's just been going on and his buildup. And if you want to make him this, he's kind of like an anti-hero kind of guy. It just, but not like, but he's never going to be like a Stone Cold level. But he's a guy that you do like and you can get behind. And it's like if they don't do that here, then what's the point of all this whole feud? No, I agree with you. I think that they have Kevin Owens is is so talented, and he's one of those guys that maybe the best example of somebody they have just not given enough focus to because he should be a lot bigger. He is pretty big. He should be a lot bigger. He's talented on in the ring. He's talented on the mic. He he's they've wasted him. So well, well, I hope he wins. Well, that was one of the things that you addressed uh, last week on mm-hmm. the last episode is how you know, they had these guys and then they didn't, uh, you know, would just mess them mess them up. They have all this potential and then for whatever reason right. they do this with this character or do that or whatever. And, and they yeah, don't I follow thought, through and people just it's ridiculous. Yeah, bad business. Is, <laughs> but, 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 yeah, but I see Otis winning on this and. I hope Owens wins. And, and I hope then, he does. You know, the Monday Night Messiah will, well, who knows? Yeah, no, I'm I'm going for Owens on that one. All right, some of the uh, title matches here, um, the, the WWE Women's Tag Team Championship, the Kabuki Warriors versus Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross. I've really enjoyed Bliss and Cross uh, together. And, um, you know, I, it's the Kabuki Warriors or the Kabuki Warriors. I don't know if, I guess Carrie Saints 100% because obviously she's been wrestling. You just don't see her as right. much lately. right. And, uh, you know, but that's, but that, cause also one thing is too, is that with this going on, you know, how many people can you have down there at one time in, in a match? Um, I don't know. Um, I mean, I'm intrigued by, by watching the match, but you know, but not like I'm invested in it, but, right. but it's one that I, you know, that I don't mind watching. Um, uh, but I think, I think Bliss and Cross get the titles back. It'll be happy WrestleMania moment. Yeah, I think so. I think there's a lot to be done with the whole Kabuki warrior thing, but knowing what I no, my experience with the WWE, watching the WWE, they're going to give it to Bliss and Nikki. Yeah. yeah. Uh, NXT Women's Championship, uh, Rhea Ripley uh, taking on Charlotte Flair. Uh, this is why I think it's going to be a great match. You know, this is weird because I think if we had a crowd, I don't know. Well, the diehards, I think, would be behind Rhea. And, and that's not a thing on Charlotte. It's just, no, you know, I because, get that. Because yeah. people like, well, you know. So I, I don't like so I don't know like if this is going to benefit more Rhea to be a showcase where she you know she doesn't get dogged by or other people or even Charlotte you know in, in any sense where the crowd's going to you know be uh, what's the word I'm looking for uncooperative you know right, like, right. they're going to you know not they would have crap on this match they shouldn't anyway but but this would be be the one match where and again gonna, there's not going to be a crowd no so. <laughs> okay. uh, I think Rhea retains I, I don't there's no need for Charlotte to have the NXT title. That's but, what I don't get about this whole thing. Unless Charlotte is just being that magnanimous, I don't understand what Charlotte gets out of winning the NXT championship. I mean, she's been to the top, so I don't – it's kind of like going backward. I don't understand it at all. I don't understand the benefit to Charlotte for winning this well, or even I, fighting this match. Well, yeah, well, that was – well, I think the thing was like – well, I beat Becky already, even though Becky was the champion. It's like, well, okay, like you don't want to be the Raw champion or you don't want to be the SmackDown champion and, and, and beat Bailey or whatever, you know, and it's like, you know, well, I, so I guess that's how Rhea was presented. It's like, well, okay, I haven't beaten you, you know, and you beat me at Survivor Series, so let me, you know, let, let, let's have a match. When Rhea kind of came out and started, which was kind of weird because the timing I thought was weird because Rhea had a defense at a takeover show, which kind of made it obvious, well, okay, she's going to retain her title. 
<laughs> yeah, and, and this is the thing. I, I this is where they mess up is because everybody, you know, it. There is no logic to Charlotte fighting for the NXT title, and Rhea Ripley is somebody they obviously want to push at this moment until yeah. they mess that up. But so fighting Charlotte Flair at this time is not, I don't think, the best way to do it. I think that there are a lot of other ways. Um, there are a lot of other people she could fight. I think her and, gosh, it's been so long now since I've seen her wrestle, but I know she's back. Is it Ruby, Ruby Riot? I yeah, think, yeah. I think that would be a fun match. I think that that would make a little more sense than her fighting Charlotte Flair right now for the NXT title. Makes no sense. Well, it's just because Charlotte winning the Rumble, because I think initially it was going to probably be Baszler, and you thought, like, well, we'll do this with Elimination Chamber at Baszler, and then we'll have Charlotte win, even though it didn't make sense at the time, so kind of doesn't make sense. But uh, but I guess that's how they want to set up this match against Rhea, which this is, the, by the way, the first NXT title defended at a WrestleMania show. But now you're, you're – the clarity between NXT versus SmackDown versus – there's like – it's so – there's no – there's no clear delineation between the three now. It's just now you have just three brands. Well, this is where yeah. they mess up. This is where it it makes no sense. Step back and decide what you want to do and do it. Well, I think a lot of that changed because NXT being on USA, you know, Wednesday nights now. So so it's treated as like as, as a brand, you know, if not equal. Don't forget Survivor Series, you know, with the brand versus brand versus brand that you know, NXT was the, the brand that won that night. You know, with 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 all the matches. So the purpose of three brands is what, though? I understand, like a more developmental, and then you, these people. It's exciting to see them, you know, getting better and getting the crowd reaction when they have a crowd. But to have three, there make it makes no sense to have three brands that there's no clear what is the purpose what is the purpose? I, I uh, that's a good question, and I th- I think when NXT draws a different crowd. Um, I, you know, because their numbers have been as strong as, as as strong as Raw or uh, SmackDown or even AEW in some instances and stuff. You know, but I think that was just more of a programming battle. It's like, well, okay, AEW is going to have a Wednesday night show. You know, I don't want to put SmackDown against it. We'll put NXT against it. Then all wrestling fans will win because it's more of a wrestling style show. I mean, AEW has some good points. It has its flaws as well, and so does NXT in some ways. Uh, because NXT used to have the benefit of taping like a, a month worth of shows in advance, you know, where they can edit everything down. They can put all these packages together and then you can protect a lot of guys because the one thing that they had was that you didn't see the same guys every week. So now they would have packages right. for angles, which were great, but now you have to do this weekly show and it's two hours long. And so you are going to see a lot of the same guys again. You know, what happens with Raw and SmackDown and stuff. And they've kind of been smarter about it because you didn't see Becky every week. You didn't see Roman every week as of late. You know, they kind of, you know, they they would still be there. Like they would wrestle the dark matches, you know, at the end of the night, send everybody home happy. But you didn't see them on Raw. You know, they kind of, you know, kept it that way just just to kind of keep it fresh for whatever reason. But that's, I'm assuming is why they did that. You know, and, and now they're alive every week. So there's a got pressure producing a show. The writing's got to be different because now you're not writing a month, uh, basically, of television. You're writing a week of television, and then you got to come back and do it again. Well, then maybe that's where the issue is. Maybe they uh, would you rather do three mediocre shows, or would you rather do one or two really good shows? Well, one or two good shows, but they're all different writers in all these shows. You know, 
not, okay. the, it's not the same crew. Raw's got their own crew. SmackDown's got their own crew. So maybe you pick the best ones from each crew and you might be able to get one really good show. Too much money at stake now. It's a business. I get that. <laughs> Believe me, I understand well, that. Well, if, if you can make money three times a week as opposed to, you know, once a week, well, what are you going to pick? I would not put out three poor products as opposed to- Are you saying NXT is a poor product? No, 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 no. Okay. No. I'm saying that when they when this all started and the product that NXT had, it was exciting and kind of what you referred to earlier, the true wrestling fans- that was their that's what they were excited about they liked to see what nxt was doing as opposed to some of the some of the stuff with raw and smackdown that were kind of marketing to the people that have just come along and buy the merch which makes sense from a business they're, perspective they're t-shirt companies some people would say true but now you're you're mucking up the nxt brand you are a little bit. I mean, especially <laughs> with with the crossover with like you know Rhea and stuff. Um, but as long as they don't like do it all the time, you know, like Survivor Series, I got it. It made sense because it made Survivor Series more interesting when they did that. Um, but like, but you know, but I think, but remember, like, remember the stupid wild card rule. But the thing, it was a cool thing because the they didn't do it all the time. No, no, no. The 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 bringing in X that was a cool oh the survivor suit. Yeah, that right, was cool because it was something different. It if was you fresh. Try to new. do it all. You know what? It was kind of like oh that worked. Let's do it every time now, and that is not going to work. Yeah. No. Well, well as long as it, they uh, fail to um, uh, fail, as long as they don't keep going going back to that, like like it's, they keep it separate for Survivor Series, and then there's no need to bring it back until next survivor series exactly but mix it up a little bit exactly all right so by the way um are you picking Rhea? (laughs) charlotte (laughs) i'm picking not to do this match no i i'm going to say Rhea because it makes no sense it makes no sense to have charlotte win the nxt title um by the well okay speaking of nxt since we've gone off the uh, the rails here a little bit yeah where's um, your timer (laughs) eight minutes Okay, what one of the problems with like, and I think why NXT is being treated differently now is that when you had guys come over from NXT to SmackDown or Raw, you know they weren't always you know some of them you know Charlotte was treated different because you know they knew she was already penciled in uh, you know oh, right. yeah, yeah. you know the main event mania I mean it was going to be Ronda and, and and Charlotte last year you know until Becky blew up but uh, um, you know they had. You know, certain things, but then they bring certain people in and they don't know what to do with them. You know, remember like last year, it's like, we're going to introduce you all these like stars, you know, and they bring in, you know, because they're panicking. Here's Aleister Black. Okay. You know, they almost messed up. They have it. You know, Ricochet. Okay. You know, they brought in um, Johnny Gargano and then Tomasa Ciampa. I mean, Tomasa got hurt. And then, you know, so those guys are kind of, they're back in NXT. Obviously, they're healed up. But, you know, there's other guys that, you know, EC3. But this goes back to, you know, um, look at Bo Dallas, uh, the Vaude Villains, right? Uh, the, uh, the Ascension. You know, any tag team that came in AOP when they first came out because they were stuck with uh, the guy who peed his pants in the match. <laughs> but this is, I mean, I'm Adam sure Rose. They had no idea that AOP is going to be doing what they are right now. I mean, yeah. it, it. They, and I firmly believe that back when 
WWF was at its hottest, they had these storylines planned out. And granted, just like any other business, things happen. People get injured. People, yeah. That you have to be able to switch. But I do not believe at all that they have planned these things out long enough so that they have they have successful storylines. They 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 all too often switch in midstream and it doesn't you can't run a business like that. Well, and it, well, it's also overbooking it. You know, looking at yeah. last year when, you know, when after Survivor Series everybody's like, "Okay, it's it's got to be Becky and Ronda at Mania." And then we we got it, you know, and we had like 9 weeks to get there. You know, and then they do this did this stupid injury thing. You know, it's like, "Okay, here's what you're going to get." But like instead of like the straight line, it's going to be the mouse with the cheese and you got to go through this maze right. to figure out how to get there. And it's like, OK, so she's hurt. OK, now you're suspended. Uh, now we're going to bring in Charlotte, which like tick people off to no end. And, you know, and, and it's just like, oh, my God, like like we want to see this match and you're ruining it for us. Stop. Stop. Right. Uh, the stuff like that. You know, so like certain builds work. Otis and, and Dolph. Great build. Right. Payoff, payoff's going to be great. You know, and, and the match with Becky, Ronda, Charlotte was was great. It just was so frustrating to get there. The Kofi Kingston, Daniel Bryan thing, great match, very emotional. But they get there, you're just like, good Lord, just, just make the gosh darn match. Right. You, you know, because, okay, he's got to fight a gauntlet. Okay, now he's got to do this. Now now the, now the New Day's got to fight this gauntlet. And it's just like, ah, you know. It's, yeah, it's no, just it's because Because you, you book yourself into a corner, and this is what you get, you know. And that's the, why they're not getting the reaction that they expect, because yeah. they've screwed it up. <laughs> they were headed the right direction, then yeah. they screw it up. Yeah. Ah, okay. All right, I was overtime on <laughs> that one. Holy cow. All right. You're not good on the clock, man. No, I'm not. <laughs> clock management is bad. I, all right. Uh, SmackDown Women's Championship, Bailey versus Sasha versus Lacey Evans versus Tamina Ugh. versus Naomi. Um, probably the title matches, I mean, unless there's a storyline with Sasha and Bailey here, which I thought was kind of weird. You know, they're, they're teasing some dissension. I think this is only done because... Who knows? Maybe you know. It's just kind of they kind of threw it in there, um, you know. When Paige announced the match, which by the way, side side note here, I did watch something uh, fighting with my family. Yeah, did you I, like I, it? I thought it was a good movie. I thought it was well done. Yeah, I liked it a lot. So so if you uh, if you haven't seen it, it's on Hulu. Uh, definitely definitely worth checking it out. It flies by. It's, very entertaining. It's very entertaining. It's hard to believe it was a WWE produced movie, but it all <laughs> makes sense because it was at the Performance Center where they're doing WrestleMania. Um. I, I think that uh, I think Bailey retains. I know this sounds bad, but here's why: because I think she's going to call Sasha in the match, and then and then and then Bailey will will squeak out or something, and that that'll be the dissension where like Sasha's got you know doing these things, and then Bailey rolls her up or whatever, and then like you know, which is odd when they get mad because it's like, well, you're fighting in the match. So it's kind of like on the Royal Rumble when somebody gets mad, somebody gets eliminated, and then you have a feud, which would be the next match we're going to talk about. Mm-hmm. But it's like. Well, you're competitive. Like, like, why are you like, like, yeah, that's supposed to happen. You're supposed to either get pinned or eliminated by somebody. So, so I think somehow either Bailey eliminates Sasha and, and, you know, that's maybe that's what takes her off. And then something happens. I think Bailey either retains or Sasha will cost Bailey the match after Sasha gets eliminated by Bailey. And see, this is why there's a problem with this match is because the other three, even Lacey Evans, who they, and I don't, I'm not even clear as to whether they're still pushing her, but the other three are kind of outliers. It's it's like you know because my feeling is Sasha's going to win, but I agree it's one of those two. And now yeah. we're back to the Sasha Bailey story. The other three are just outliers, and that's not that's not 
good yeah. for anybody. Yeah. I mean, I mean, Naomi or Lacey have an outside chance. I think, I mean, Tamina does not. And, and I love you know. watching Naomi. She is so fun to watch. Wrestling. Yeah, yeah. She, she's come a long way from the days of being with uh, Brody, Bros Clay and all that stuff. And Right, and that is an ass. I'm sorry. That, <laughs> that can hurt you. <laughs> uh, sorry, um, should I not have said that? <laughs> sorry. Uh, so another match that uh, the last man standing match, Edge versus Randy Orton. And, and it's weird because I you know, like he's back and there's a lot of people are excited uh, in our Facebook page, this is like one of the matches that people mentioned that they're most excited to oh, see. Oh, sure, yeah. Um, you know, and I know the pop's going to be big. I, I don't know if he's like drawing in the ratings. I think the promos have been great and stuff. And I know he's not wrestling all the time. Um, obviously, Edge is going to win this match. Yeah. How long so. is this match going to go? It's a last man standing match. Are uh, they going to drag it out? You know, it's going to be some dec- decisive thing where, you know, they're going to fight in some, you know, they never explained the rules, but I'm, you know, is it going to be in the ring or is it just going to be anywhere? And then you knock him down, and then, you know, Randy's down for 30 seconds or whatever. Yeah. I don't think you can have a last man standing match and have it be quick, but... Well, it never is in that case, but... Right. But I I just... It's one of those things, again, though, that you, you, the fact that we don't know all of the ins and outs of the match, I don't think they do either. <laughs> well, that, <that's, laughs> I think that, they're, like, winging it. That's always something that, like, WCW and WWE did. Okay, it's this kind of match, but they don't tell you the rules until, like, right before. It's it's not like, like, and I've been listening to, like, some Jim Cornette uh, podcasts, by the way, so so I'm giving credit here. But he would talk <laughs> about, like, you know, like, coal miner's glove match or something where or it'd be like a weapon on a pole. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you know, because maybe for weeks, like, you know, that person came and, like, he attacked you with that glove and beat you down and it did so much damage and stuff. Well, now we're going to put it on the pole and if somebody gets it, it's legal in the match. So you have this build up. It's like, yeah, so I'm going to use that weapon. I'm going to put it on you, you know, smack you with it because you know, that's going to be obviously going to be the finish or whatever. Like, the heel gets his hands on it first. He, you know, he loses control of it and, the, you know, the baby face picks up and pops the guy and right. gets the win kind of thing. Um, you know, here, obviously, there's no, it's going to be anything kind of goes kind of thing and, you Which- know. That can be fun, but once again, you're talking about back, you know, when Jim Cornette was, was, you know, announcing stuff. And it's like, why? back then, they took the time and they built these, kind of like when you, when you film a movie. It's like you plan all this stuff out, and so you have these shockers at the end, and you have these little, yeah. well, you know, well, and they don't have that now because they don't think it out that well, but, far. But this one has been, though. I mean, since since Edge came back, I mean, it has been. I mean, there has been no surprises in this. It was, okay, Randy takes out Edge, you know, and then, you know, then uh, his wife comes out at Phoenix, and then Randy takes her out, and then so, you know, it kind of kind of built. So I don't think it was, like, no surprises. I think this one was, like, basically penciled in from the moment Edge came back. I I will be interested to see how they they work it out. I'm not... I'm glad Beth Phoenix was involved because I'm a fan, but I'm not sure. And and the other thing, I'm kind of switching here, but I don't think this works without a crowd. I mean, it's yeah, it's yeah, an but... emotionally invested thing, and there's no reaction. I, I don't think it works. I think it's a waste. Right. Who do you pick? You pick an edge? <laughs> yeah, I pick yeah. edge. I pick edge. Well, yeah, and that's some of it. There's some of those matches that are going to have that emotional end to it. So, right. so but I, I, I you know. But you never know. With the magic of editing, <laughs> they can make things where it's like, oh, wow. But but it's going to be one of those where, yeah, it's going to feel a little, you know, they're going to do special editing like they did with Elias and uh, and Baron Corbin last week. When, and you, you know. saw how well that worked. Yeah. Yeah. 
Uh, the next match, which will not take place in the ring, it's going to take place in a fun house, is John Cena fighting the Fiend Bray Wyatt. Uh, there's no reason for Cena to win this match. No. I just hope it's not as bad as the uh, House of Horrors match with um, with uh, Orton and, and Bray right. Wyatt, because that was stupid. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, if they... If this is not an entertaining match that really... Um, excites people more about Bray Wyatt, then the WWE has screwed up that opportunity because it there is so much there. Yeah. There's so much there. Yeah. Well, like I said, had they known that, you know, well, that we wouldn't have gotten Roman Reigns anyways, but I think had, you know, Mania, had they known at the time that all these matches, when the um, Wyatt lost the title, Mm-hmm. You know, because he's going to fight Reigns. Obviously, they changed it to put Goldberg in there. I think we would have got you know Wyatt versus Reigns, which obviously you know Reigns isn't wrestling anyway. But I mean, but the Fiend's gonna, has to win this match. I mean, yeah. it's going to be revenge. They you know they they show the match that they had previously, which was a pretty good match, right? You know, I kind of, kind of forgot because I haven't seen that match since Mania itself. And they put it on uh, on Raw, and it's like, oh my gosh, I like I forgot. Like I, I liked it more I think the second time than I did the first time. I mean, I like the outcome then, but. You know, and sometimes when you look back at matches, you're like, okay, well, it makes sense because of this or right, because of right. that. You know, I mean, there's so many matches like when Triple H beat Sting, I, I still don't understand why that match went the way it did. But, <laughs> you know, it just, it, it did. It's not ours to understand. No. And then another match that's not taking place in the ring, the uh, Boneyard Challenge, uh, The Undertaker taking on AJ Styles. Uh, there's rumblings that, like, Sting's going to wrestle Taker at SummerSlam or something. I don't know if that's true or not. I just That's, just, that's just somebody's helpful rumor, probably. So Well, he's popped up a couple times in different various things, so maybe he's yeah. thinking about it. Um, But, uh, I, you know, it's weird because if this was going to be a regular ring match, I would have chosen AJ Styles. I, I, that sounds mm-hmm. crazy. Yeah. But because of the gimmick match and everything else, and, you know, Michelle McCool will probably show up. Um, you know the good brothers will be there, so. Um, but I think the Undertaker wins, and I mean, well, I don't think it hurts AJ because it's a gimmick match, right? W- where it's you know. Honestly, I don't. I'm going to go with Undertaker also, but with this match, I don't think it really matters who wins or who loses. Yeah, it's yeah. more whether whether it's lives up to the hype that it should. Yeah, because I, 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 we had a match in the ring. I think you know this would have been the case where like. It was like CM Punk fighting Taker, which I thought was like Taker's last good match. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the Brock match was okay, but he was concussed. So obviously that, you know, well, right. actually the other matches that they had, the follow-ups were pretty good. But his last good Mania match was the match against CM Punk. And uh, so I think this one would have initially been good because you would have gotten a lot of AJ doing the stuff that he normally does, you know, and then, you know, he could have carried the match. But this this will be different and, you know, they can... You know, the Undertaker just won't have a twenty-minute entrance. <laughs> this could be a lot of fun, though. Yeah. I, I think it could be a highlight. Yeah, um, we'll do the uh, Universal Championship. Uh, Goldberg taking on uh, Braun Strowman. If Braun Strowman doesn't win, I'm turning my TV off and going <laughs> home. Well, if it's your TV, won't you already be home, or is that somebody else's house? Uh, no, I actually go watch <laughs> with my daughter. So gotcha. I will be leaving and going home. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I think as much as they wanted Reigns versus uh, Goldberg to pass the torch, um, mm-hmm. I think they can still do it at another time. 
Right. Um, so the, yeah, the story is, and Roman, by the way, putting out a story on social media confirming that he's not going to be at WrestleMania. Um, you know, sense. not stating yeah. reasons, but obviously with his bowels and everything. And it sucks that people are calling it sounded him like a- you said with his bowels. That's really- <laughs> I don't bowels, think that was bowels. a reason. <laughs> well, you never know. Uh, yeah, it could be. But people are calling him a coward, which is like really weird. I'm thinking no. like. Oh, my God. Who's saying that? Like I, t- trolls. Have you seen the internets? Have you, have you read comments from people and stuff? No, actually, I have to not purposely. Actually, that's really smart. I, 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 I get I very angry, if you yeah. couldn't tell. Um, no, it's. You know. I'm sorry if you've had the kind of health issues he's had. Yeah. Of course he's not fighting in this yeah. with, with the coronavirus going around. Come on, don't be stupid. Yeah. Um. But they, but they get wrestled later on. It doesn't have to be for a championship. They they get past the torch. I mean, they're trying to rebuild Roman in, in many ways they can. Look, uh, like to me, it's like I don't hate the guy. Like I hated the booking of him. Like that's what drove me nuts. You right. Know? Yeah. We're just like, you know, it's like okay, okay, you know. I don't blame any of this on the wrestlers. No. Okay. But yeah. the thing is, well, there's, I, there's some that you know, like <laughs> I could blame, but I'm but okay with because I think that Braun is going to win, yeah, and I think Braun versus Roman is great, yeah. I think those would be great wrestling matches, yeah. Like so, so I'm too. good with it, yeah. I, I'm, I'm picking Braun, I, I hope we're right, and I want to see Braun like run around and <laughs> and nail Goldberg because that's just the most fun of part of Braun Strowman's matches, that, that would be pretty cool. Uh, for the Raw Women's Championship, Becky Lynch versus Shayna Baszler. And um, do we see Ronda Rousey show up in this uh, during the match or before mm. the match? You know, are we going to see the for- the horsewoman show up? You know, we haven't heard anything about Jasmine or uh, uh, the other lady. I can't think off the top of my head, but I'm not going to look it up. <laughs> so. I think, I don't think Ronda can resist coming to WrestleMania. I think that, you know, I can understand her not understand. But based on what I've seen of her, I can see her not coming back during the year. But WrestleMania, yeah. I think if she's going to do it at all, she's going to come back and, and show her face at WrestleMania. Well, like, would she, like, and I think, I'm going to say it's, like, obvious, but I think they're setting up for Shayna to win this match because saying that, like, you know, talking about, well, if Becky doesn't have this championship, she's going to be destroyed, you know, because she's had it for so long, you know, and, and it's something you have and then you don't have it, mm-hmm. you know, you're you're not the same person or whatever you know so i think it's going to be the you know the building of redemption for for becky lynch you know because uh maybe cause, yeah because yeah. the reports are that she's going to take time off with seth rollins after mania you know before all this was going on Ooh, yeah. they were going to get married or whatever and uh how romantic <laughs> <laughs> so um but I, I think Shayna wins but I, I but i think it's like one of those where like it's it's like I don't think like like Becky taps out, but like where Becky passes out. I mean, because Shannon's got the whole thing passed out. But I think like no, I don't think you you transfer this. Uh, I don't think you think Becky she gets this. No, I think huh. that Shayna will win. But I absolutely hate when you have huge matches like this with big big wrestlers that have proven themselves, and you have them tap out. Give me a break. Well, That's you, awful. But you can have like pass out. Like you know, like like no. she's got. You know, you want the pass out either. No, but I want to. I want to see punching or throwing people around or spearing. I don't want to see. Oh, she just went to sleep, or or she's tapping out. He or she. I think it's terrible. Not in a championship match. You fight it out. Have you? Do you ever watch uh, WrestleMania 13? Bret Hart versus Steve Austin. Go watch that match. Okay. Uh, that was the match. This was 1997. I want to say. This was the match. Okay, I will tell you right now, I don't see either, and I don't remember that because I'm really old. 
But I don't remember Steve Austin or Bret Hart tapping out, and I would be sorely disappointed at either. That's what I hate. Steve Austin did tap out in the match against Kurt Angle for the championship. Okay, Steve Austin would never tap out if it were real life. <laughs> okay, well, in, in this particular match, it was a it was a like submission match. Bret Hart well, versus Steve Austin. Okay. Okay. <laughs> if it's a submission match, that's a little different. All right. Well, this this was a time where Bret Hart was the face, Steve Austin was the heel. Ken Shamrock was a special guest referee. This is where Ken was like before, like he was really in the okay. WWF at the time. Uh, this match, this is when the war was going on against WCW New World Order and everything. This is WrestleMania 13. This match, I would say, and a lot of people have said this, saved the company. It okay. was so good. Like, just, just go back, go on the network, go watch well, WrestleMania 13, just go watch, uh, you know. Well, uh, just the people you mentioned, I am not surprised. So, I mean, do you want the spoiler of the match? I no, you? I will go watch it. Okay. I okay. will go watch it. All right. But, it, it, but okay, but it's, I will, it is so. Okay, well, you kind of have to say Okay, that. I will say this. <laughs> it, it is very rare in wrestling where they can pull off a double switch where the heel becomes the good guy and the bad guy becomes the, uh, or mm-hmm. becomes the heel. Well, they did that in this match, but I, but I'll, I'll leave it at that. Okay. And how, how this it was so well done. Okay, so I will go back. So how are we tying this back to what we were? Well, it just because you're talking about people tapping out and everything else. Yeah, I hate that, especially so, for a championship. But once again, if you have a submission match, how else are you going to win? But, but is yeah, but this match not a submission match. But to me, like, would it be better like if Becky passed out or like if Ronda punches her or does whatever? And then Shayna gets the cheap pin. I mean, because because wouldn't it be more like that's the thing? Like, are they gonna, you know, are they gonna protect Shayna? Is Shayna gonna win on her own, or is Ronda gonna cost something? Or is she gonna come out afterwards? And you know, there's a lot of questions here. Ronda may not even show up. She could be at home. Right, but once once you introduce somebody else in and they're interfering, then all all bets are out the window. I mean, it it changes the whole thing. Yeah. So my hating tapping out in a championship match that kind of doesn't apply when you've already you've got somebody interfering and there's a third yeah. party that it's different see now the other way they can do this and as like they could do the old ref bump where okay so the ref gets right. bumped um becky you know i uh, hate that too uh you know, Be- <laughs> becky gets chained at the tap you know so it's like okay well she would win the match and he doesn't see rough doesn't yeah. see it you know ronda comes you know pow whatever it's annoying as crap you know, gives her the uh, you know the the Piper's Pit, whatever she calls it, and then and then Shayna, um, you know, gets her, you know, wins the match. I would rather just see somebody a knocked out or yeah. a pin. Yeah, a kick is even better. A big kick is. Yeah, well, but but Shayna, I mean, both of them, like, I mean, Becky had some moves where she does pin some people. I, I don't see them working on Shayna. I, I see those like you know kicking out of two and three quarters or whatever. And being close and Becky getting frustrated that she can't yeah. beat Shayna, and then whatever happens there. But but what we agree, Shayna wins. Yes. All right. For so, sure. All right. There's one match left in this card. Whew, a lot of matches. <laughs> it is the main event of the second evening, because there's two nights. <laughs> WWE champion Brock Lesnar <laughs> facing challenger Drew McIntyre. Here's a question, too, because there was okay. a guy. Who's the guy that uh, Brock beat like a couple months ago, like one of those pay-per-views in Saudi Arabia? I did not watch that intentionally, <laughs> so I don't know. Um, You know, is he going to show up? Um, Is he going to? Uh... I hope not, because you know what? I think that just the two of them without stupid interference is going to be a good match. So let them fight. 
And it will live up to. I mean, it's it's they done a good job building it up. I, I mean, Paul Heyman's promo. Paul Heyman's is if you if you want to be a wrestler or, or you want to be a manager, just go to Paul Paul Heyman's promo school. Just, just watch this because he can sell a match. I mean, you know, I he, hope he, he does not reproduce more of him. We don't need more <laughs> Paul Heyman. <laughs> Heyman. <laughs> oh man, see, I I go back to the days when he was uh, Paul Dangerously, Paulie Dangerously, oh, back back cow. in uh, you know NWA WCW days. No less. He was great, but this before, before <laughs> ECW, he used to come out with a cell phone, uh, you know, or a car phone or whatever. I mean, it looked like a cordless phone, but you know, the thing was a brick. Yeah. yeah. He, no, no question. I mean, he is. He has created some very good moments, but he is still irritating. But this is if again, if they do stupid crap, they're missing an opportunity because. McIntyre is one of the few wrestlers where you kind of feel like this could actually he can beat Lesnar because he can stay in the ring with him longer. Yes. And so he may wear Lesnar down or or whatever. But, you know, this could be for somebody who just wants to see good wrestling. This could be a great match. I I think I think so, too. The one thing like since like Mania and I mean, since Rumble. And, and Drew's wrestled some matches, but he hasn't had like one of those like highly competitive matches as a as a face, if you will. I mean, as as a healy, he has, but not like the other way. And maybe I think there's maybe they're trying to figure that out. Maybe this is the match where you know, or maybe they want to ex- not ex- expose him because obviously he's really talented. I don't mean like that, but more of like, well, we're gonna do this all in this match where you're gonna take the suplexes and everything else, and then you're gonna be this guy that you know out of nowhere could just deliver the kick and win the match. Right, right. Um, Drew wins. Yeah, I I think so. I hope so. <laughs> if not, that's stupid. <laughs> you know, I mean, it's uh, look. I know people complain about the the lack of um, you know stars or whatever else, but Brock, you know, maybe, maybe they have the paperwork or whatever. Obviously, he's still a draw. I, I know I know you get tired of him, but I mean, I thought the Rumble match was great. I, I thought that was the performance of the night. I mean, and obviously uh, Drew's performance was pretty good too, but. This goes back to, I mean, you have people that show up and buy shirts and, and you know, and and there are people that have watched wrestling for a long time and who can talk about, and you obviously, you know, have watched more matches than I do and obviously remember a lot more than I do. <laughs> but, you know, if you're, if you have those fans who, who appreciate the talented wrestlers and, and the ones that you know, can put on a good match and who do some amazing things and create amazing moments. And I think Brock Lesnar, yeah, he does. He brings in the money and he sells some merch. But, you know, if you're a true wrestling fan and want the ones that fight day in and day out, and he's not the guy. He's not somebody I'm a fan of. No, and I don't know if he gets in the category of, um, and, and this is not like a knock at anybody, but like, oh, you know, we get Goldberg every, every once in a while. Uh, we get The Undertaker. Every once in a while, not full time guys. Obviously, you know, are they are they taking up spots for new guys, or is it more like, well, you know, if you've been watching wrestling for fifteen years, or you know, you haven't watched wrestling for, for fifteen years, and he, oh, the Undertaker's wrestling, you know, totally, he must be whatever old, but I want I want to go see this. Are Brock Lesnar's fighting right. somebody? Right. That that's why that's done, but it's hard for them to make superstars. I mean, they tried with Roman Reigns. They tried really hard with Roman Reigns. And for you know, this couldn't make that formula. It just couldn't work for whatever reason, you know. But once again, I well, okay, let me take that back. When he started, 
he's not good on the mic. He has made some improvements. Well, somehow it's the writing suffering, suffering, succotash, you know. <laughs> and, right. But that's what my point is. My point is, for the most part, it's not the wrestlers. If if they the, – the wrestlers are doing what they're told to do because I'm sorry. Most of those guys, you can't tell me that they don't want to go out there and look badass and win all the time. I don't I don't care how much money you're getting paid. It's – well, it's I mean, the direction that they're being put yeah. in. Well, there's some of that. It's not them. Some are happy to be there. I mean, some, you know, if you're like our truth and for a year you get to be a comedy player and you don't have to really wrestle, like, you know, nothing wrong with that. You know, then the dude, you know, then like he wrestles at, you know, some of these shows. He's like, well, I kind of forget how good of a wrestler he is because he's not being comedy. He's being more serious. But I think that gets, I mean, not to get too, you know, mental about this, but you get to a point where it's like you're not get, being given the opportunity but, okay, this works for me. I may not be doing what I grew up dreaming that I was doing, but it works for me, and people like it. I, I, w- I went back after um, uh, watching the uh, Page movie, Fighting mm-hmm. With My Family, and I, I went back to watch, because I went to go back like to watch the original match against uh, A.J. Lee mm-hmm. and stuff, and, and then I, I watched like some of the other stuff, because I, I wasn't always watching then, uh, you know, the team tcb i mean i kind of pay attention but it's interesting because like it's funny because there's a promo where charlotte wins the title and it might have been her first reign and Paige gets mad you know she thanks her but the, but she's really kind of right, descending right, right. to her and it's funny because she's kind of sending to becky saying you're the least relevant person here <laughs> you, know, <laughs> you know a little bit of you know but we didn't know at the time but because of how that was handled because you know they they put their you know their, their eggs into that roman reigns basket you know, they put them in, in, in the Charlotte basket and everybody else kind of, you know, it used to frustrate me because I wasn't a Charlotte fan. But I would know right. when she was fighting Becky or when she was fighting somebody I was like, well, you know, I, I go, cool. I, I like Becky, but she's not going to win. They're, you know, they're not giving us to her. Right, right, right. You know, and, and that was, you know, the situation with some of these guys, you know, because it's like, OK, it's going to be Roman. It's going to be Roman. It's going to be Roman. And, you know, Braun Strowman comes around. He blows up. He's huge. People love him. Right. They can, he picks a kid out of the audience for a WrestleMania match. He looks like a complete idiot. Um, you know, has that, you know, money in the bank match where he cashes in and nothing happens because it's a hell in a cell and, he's, you know, they screw that up. But how do you do that, though? Because you had Braun Strowman build up so big. You had the crowd behind him. You had, and you screwed that up because. You know, you step away for a couple weeks and come back, and all of a sudden Braun Strowman is not the guy. It's like, how did you mess that up? How did you do that? You uh, had it. Well, I, sometimes I wonder, because you always hear stories of, like, guys being difficult backstage, and maybe, you know, maybe because he's doing something that maybe he, you know, rubbed people the wrong way. Because there are guys, you, you hear stories of, like, well, he, okay, he's easy to work with. We'll, we'll give him stuff because we like this guy. Well, we don't like this guy. We're going to make him look like an idiot or, or whatever else. Or if you complain a lot, look at the revival. Great wrestlers had a great match last year with uh, Bobby Roode and Jason Jordan for the Raw Tag Team Titles. One of, the, one of the best tag matches on television last year. But they they wanted more. They wanted this, and then they they they're made to look like idiots. And, the, and then uh, you know they're having a WrestleMania. You know they're just sitting out their contract. They may or may not even be getting paid. You, you know, know what though? I am HR. That's my job. Yeah. Right? So you handle this kind of crap without messing up the product if you can't handle that your employee and you know 
they're, 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 talent, now they're, they're contractors. They're, it's it's. I mean, it's. A, I don't know if that's a little different situation where you got people under contract. Where, no, no, I'm telling you, it is not an easy thing to do, but you handle it without messing up the product. If you can't do that, then you're not doing a good job. That's been the story of rustling since probably 1970 or whatever. You know, guys that would just be, you know, Bruiser Brody, not an easy guy to work with, worked for many different promotions. Uh, Sabu, you probably heard of Sabu. Yeah. Uh, not an easy guy to work with. Um, you know, they, they couldn't figure out what, you know, he's in WCW for a little bit and in WWE, you know, and couldn't, couldn't figure that guy out. You know, uh, Shawn Michaels is somehow difficult to work with, but it worked out for him. I don't know how that happened because that guy was, you know, at the time in the '90s with the click, right? Uh, all, all the troubles they were doing. JBL, kind of a jerk for but a while. Look at look at NFL, look at MLB, MLB. Excuse me, wine. <laughs> but <laughs> you have people that are like poison in the dugout, poison in the clubhouse. You don't, and people don't want them at some point. But it's much more rare than in the WWE today. So that to me tells me. The problem is not that you have this overabundance of those people. That tells me that whatever they're doing in the WWE is is allowing this to happen, is allowing more poison in the clubhouse than than should be. The problem is them. It's not – there's too much of it. Well, I think you also have guys who are writing who aren't wrestlers. You have guys, right. you know, because they want they want the guys. Oh, you wrote the sitcom. Oh, you write funny stuff, or or you wrote for a soap opera. They're not. Those are the people who are in the writing room. That that's what's changed after, you know, the uh, I guess WCW went away. At some point, the booking changed, and they hired different kind of writers, and not the guys who actually wrote wrestling because they were wrestlers. Right. So that that that's that's always been the big change. So you would have people like, um, and I think you hated her. I mentioned Emma. Emma, a great oh, wrestler in, in NXT, and she comes out, and she's this goofy dancing character with no explanation, and she teamed with Santino, Santino Marella, and, and you, you can't take her seriously. And you're like, well, she's a joke, you know, because if you're a casual fan that doesn't watch NXT, you're like, well, who's this clown, you right. know? And she's talented. She's great, and, and they completely I, – I never like, feel like she recovered from that in whatever way. Well, maybe you have a point then. Maybe it's because – you know, if I had wanted to watch Bold and Beautiful or some of these other soap operas, I would have watched them, but I didn't. So to bring those writers over to wrestling, that's not what I want to see as a wrestling fan. always been like a soap opera in some ways. I mean, Georgie Animal Steel trying to go after, you know, Miss Elizabeth, all but that you know stuff. What? It worked then. Whoever was writing that stuff. It worked the way they did it. The way the right they're doing characters. it now, it's not. It's not. That feud went so well. That feud lasted over a year, which is rare in wrestling, but it was done so well. And, right. And, and all the characters were, were great, too. I mean, you know, Savage and, and, and Steel and, you know, Miss Elizabeth, you know, they were all were, were great in that role. And it, it takes part of that, too, because that storyline fit them. You, right. you know, because sometimes it's like, well, you're this person. You know, we're just going to give you this, even though your personality is this kind of thing. You're going to be this person, you know, because we're going to write your promo out for you. Right. Uh, you know, there's, there's no it's no bullet points, you know, because you, you got two minutes to cut this promo. And then, you know, this is going to happen and this. And then if, if you're not a good talker, well, you know. Right. Then that that's it, you know. And then if you get over accidentally and, and, and organically, well, we don't like that because we had plans for you to do this. And, and uh, we talked about that with Aiden English and, and Rusev Day. Yeah. You know, and and stuff, and that got over organically. You know, it's hard. Right. I mean, Becky Lynch got over or- organically. Braun Strowman got over 
organically. You know, they didn't quite – they tried to screw up Becky. They didn't. They, right. they messed up Braun for a little bit. That didn't work. Um, you know, Ronda was over because she was Ronda, you know, and after a while <laughs> – yeah. Then it changed because people, you know, Becky became popular and then they kind of got, you know, a little burned out on her, you know, so they kind of made the switch and stuff. Um, you know, I'm trying to think of like some other wrestlers that are out. Seth Rollins was one that, you know, the crowd well, that's, turned That's up. a perfect example, though. I don't think it's because you don't have the talent, you know, in the res- in the ring or on the mic. I think you have the talent. So you have to look at, so where's the problem? I'm telling you, the problem yeah. is in the people writing the stories. And in the people managing the talent. Yeah. Dolph Ziggler. So many times we cared and we don't care. You know? Right. I mean, this is the first time in a while that Dolph Ziggler's done something that we've actually kind of been interested in. Well, <laughs> but I it's more have, because I have to of who's fighting. I recognize Dolph Ziggler's talent, but I'm not interested in this. But you, but you remember a couple of years ago when he was in the big Survivor Series match and um, and he was the sole survivor and like a sting came out and attacked Seth Rollins. Yeah. And the Dolph wins. And this is going to be a big thing. He does all this and there's all this momentum and they don't do anything with it. And yeah. it just kind of, you know, seemed the way. Now, I, he did win the championship at one time. I know he was concussed. Uh, and so that was a problem because they probably had long term plans for him and they had to get the title off him because, you know, the concussion and all that stuff. And, they want that. Yeah, and I, I do get that. I mean, you get you get thrown curveballs. I mean, it happens, and you have to deal with it. But if if, and again, I'm sorry, I always go off on this tangent. But if in general there is a problem with your show, with your product, then it's you. You have to look at what you're doing. Yeah, you have to deal with curveballs, and sometimes it's hard. But you know, in general, you're not doing a good job. Period. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I was looking at other names from NXT that may have come up. Like, well, Paige was treated treated differently at the time because she came in and won a title like right away. But NXT was different back then than what it is. Oh, now. definitely, yeah. You know that 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 came a long way. Which I forgot that she was the NXT champion at the time. Right. You know when when she came to uh, WWE, but you know, but they they wanted her up because you know Vince sees something. Ah, oh, let's get her up, which usually happens with somebody. And then they don't know what to do with that. So Yeah, EC3. exactly. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, that is WrestleMania. Um, now, there's some one story I will mention that I've seen that WWE may be taking time. I hear that. Sorry, I had a big pause there because the computer uh, screen like went blank for a second. There's a brief <laughs> panic moment. Um, that uh, Okay, so there's reports that WWE did, did it tape a post-Mania Raw but the story is that uh, they might be just taking uh, some time off because uh, the governor of Florida has issued a stay-at-home order mm-hmm. for the entire state because of the uh, the COVID-19 outbreak and stuff, which hopefully you're listening to this inside your house and, um, and, and not out somewhere. So unless you're essential and you're driving to and from work. But uh, <laughs> um, so, so there's talk that they um, – you know, maybe taking some time off. So I don't know what they'll do or if they'll do a studio show, uh, you know, maybe from Stanford or whatever. Who knows where anybody is. Um, I, or, I know, hope or, they or do. do best stuff, so. I find it hard to believe, though, with the McMahons that they're going to take time off. Yeah. Uh, Kofi Kingston, by the way, does say the fans will be thoroughly impressed and presently surprised with WrestleMania 36. Oh, that's a good sign. So, you know. And, and, and there's a guy, by the way. You want to talk about a guy who had momentum – Years ago, with his initial feud with Randy Orton, but because right. he he botched one move, Randy, who had a lot of clout, complained, 
and the Kofi was never the same guy for the longest time. And you want to talk about getting organically over. Well, <laughs> the New Day wasn't initially supposed to be like that way. Remember, they were completely hated. They became heels. Right. You know, and then eventually they, you know, became the best, you know, they were number one in merch for a while, you know. Right. And still big, you know. I'm sure they six still years. are. It's hard to believe. I mean, I, mean, I remember being at Access and there were these huge, huge New Day yeah. displays. It's like, holy crap. <laughs> Um, and then uh, WWE selling WrestleMania 36 commemorative chairs, WrestleMania in your house merchandise. <laughs> uh, no, I don't think, and I don't think I'll be buying those. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so, but, but so we'll, we will find out and maybe they're going to make an announcement. Um, you know, they, they've already taped, um, you know, the editions of, uh, April 6th raw and also the April 8th edition of NXT. Um, but you know, I would smack down. Who knows if any of that's going to air? We we don't know. Which means that, um, you know, because it's orders in the fact for 30 days in Florida. So we may not get some shows for a couple of weeks or they'll do something. I, I, I initially thought, like, well, is that going to change the booking of any of these matches? Because, you know, if oh, if, right. if, if somebody's like, going to be off or, you know, you know, there's no storyline to, to, to pursue or whatever. You know, so, like, if Becky losing or, or Brock losing – you know, is it going to affect you? Is it going to take away momentum of, of Shana or Drew or whatever else? You, you know, it, it's, they get, you know, who knows? Well, my feeling on that is they don't think that far ahead anyway. So, <laughs> no, I don't think. <laughs> yeah. We shall see. By the way, I, lo- I love this because WWE says uh, Elias' status is uncertain for WrestleMania 36. Oh, whatever. Uh, yeah, whatever. Exactly. That was so ridiculous uh, right. looking. That That is your card. Uh, I'm looking forward to it. Uh, I will be posting on our Facebook page and uh, Twitter, and I will try to do a short, like, uh, each night um, episode just to review the night and try to get that up as quick as I can. Uh, depends uh, how much uh, wine I have in my house. Well, so. <laughs> um. <laughs> I don't know. We, we, we will see. I might have to. Buy another bottle tomorrow morning, so we'll see. Sounds like a plan. Right. HR, thanks for hanging out. Oh, thank you for this having is me. Great. Uh, it's going to be the most interesting WrestleMania. That's big for two. That's too big for one night. <laughs> yeah, the uh, only WrestleMania that's too big uh, for one. Night. It's it's weird because it's sixteen matches, but having over two nights will f- probably won't feel as bad as it was like if it was all in one night. Well, I mean, because it's like four, in, four you, hours a night as opposed to. You know, a, a nine-hour pay-per-view or whatever WrestleMania was last year because, God, that was long. Well, I have to say, though, it's probably better in your own home, in your comfortable chair, than in the little 12 by 12 seat at, at the stadium. So, Well, especially now because I'd be worried about uh, everything. Yeah, what's in, what's, <laughs> some, yeah, yeah. yeah, something in the air there. Uh, but, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's going to be interesting when, when you know, they're going to have crowds again. Yeah. Anywhere. I mean, not just for wrestling. And I, and, and I will say, I know people have been complaining about, you know, it's awkward watching these matches. Can we, can we just relish in the moment that we still have this? Because you know, we don't have any baseball right now. You know, there's there's no ba- there's no hockey. There's you know there's there's no basketball. Um, you know, we don't know if the NFL will start on time. I mean, this is like the one thing that we still kind of have for the time being. I understand what you're saying. It, it, it's something new. I mean, because you think of like all these TV shows, like all the production stuff's on hold. So when Norma's he does come back, you know, it's not like, well, we were going to, you know, debut the new episode of, or new season in May of this show, you know, but they didn't finish production of it, you know. So this is like the one thing that we do have. And I think we're lucky for that for, for now. I get it. But to come at you from an HR perspective and from a business perspective, 
you other people are not doing things the nba is not playing because they're protecting their athletes and i don't think the wwe is from a business perspective i the ratings have been low i don't think even though you are there you're present i don't think it's your best foot that you're putting forward i i, I don't think that um I, I don't think they're worried about ratings right now. I mean, they had under two million uh, for uh, for Raw on Monday, but I, I don't think that they're, you know, I, I don't, th- I don't think that's a concern. I, I think they're, you know, they're, they're they're getting through this, and then, I, you know, I think, I mean, there has to be a break of some kind. I mean, it, you know, because obviously they can't do anything in Florida because of the uh, the order. So, well, let's see. I will be interested to see what happens. Yeah. Oh, by the way, Brock Lesnar's segment on the Raw score with the lowest ratings in WWE history. I am pleasantly surprised because it was awful. <laughs> what, what do you mean? It was a good, it, it was no, a good, good poly was promo. Awful. I mean, the show started with 2.23 million viewers with the Undertaker's promo. And then um, the Brock segment do 1.5. The lowest segment in the history of the wah, Red Brand. <laughs> Not yeah. surprised. Yeah. All right. Well, but there you go. That that's mania, and uh, well, we will see what happens. We will do get some quick reviews up of the show. Uh, you might do. You might even do a quick uh, full review too. Maybe uh, Aaron might join the show. Um, but uh, she's not going to watch the whole card. Um, she's she's only going to watch like certain <laughs> matches. What am I going to say? Go watch Elias and Corbin. You know. No. Why? No. I mean, I have to watch the show. It'll be fun <laughs> to hear what Aaron has to say about this. Yeah. Well, she's looking forward to uh, Shayna and Becky. So, okay. Because she, because yeah. uh, she watched uh, Shayna, you know, Elimination Chamber match, and and you know, she's not, you know, she doesn't really know much about wrestling, but Shayna beating the crap out of everybody. You know, you're like, oh, you know, and she's familiar with Becky. I've showed her um, some Becky stuff, and I showed her Shayna biting Becky. Um, you know, she thought was odd, but being being a casual fan, that really weirded her out and stuff. Really? Yeah. I mean, I thought that was like like a dumb segment, but yeah. Um, yeah. but you know, but she liked it. So, all right, so we'll get some reviews up. Um, please share your predictions up uh, as well. We'll get them up on our Facebook page over the weekend. And then we'll be back at some point Sunday morning, Sunday night, who knows, for another episode of Eat Sleep Podcast. And repeat. <laughs>